You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Crypto. I cannot tell you how happy I am to have the communications manager for Nano.org, none other than Block Lettuce himself, Andy Johnson. Andy, how are you, sir? I'm good, Noir. Thank you for the for the nice introduction. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, man, let me go ahead and get my fanboy out of the way first. I am a big fan of Nano. Um, that's not just because you're on the show. You can check all of my Twitter posts. You'll see that that's one of the few coins that I actually hodl. Uh, I love you guys, and I love what you guys do uh, for the space. I love the community, and uh, I love the way you're helping uh, Venezuela. And that is really the reason why I kind of gravitated uh, to you guys. People finding that cryptocurrencies um, are a survival mechanism, and one of those mechanisms is Nano. So I want to just uh, take a moment to thank you for joining me on the show today. Hey man, it's a pleasure, and uh, I have uh, I do follow you on Twitter, and I I see that you um, are quite a, a strong enthusiast for Nano. Yes, I am. Among spreading your positivity and your um, crypto and cigar <laughs> information on Twitter, man, it's it's cool. Uh, thanks, man. Thank you so much. So, Andy, how did you get into crypto? So, well, I have probably quite a similar story to a lot of people. Um, my interest began in 2017, shortly before things got crazy. So, October, November time i started to to learn more about crypto i think a lot of people did at the time and i just loved it i mean i i love the problems that it's trying to solve um particularly the the electronic cash thing that the digital currency aspect of it is is the thing which interested me the most and i i just started following it learning reading um very quickly became aware of uh, Rayblox, which was Nano um, at the time, Nano's previous name, Rayblox, and um, just joined the community and took it from there, really. I mean, I've quite a, um, a thirst for knowledge sometimes, and when certain things um, capture my attention, I get involved, and I quickly found the community. I found it really engaging, a lot of intelligent people, and um, yeah, just just kind of settled in, met a lot of interesting um, people. I just, it just built up from there. I started creating things, making little, um, little projects, helping pe- connect people who were enthusiastic in the community. And it all just snowballed, really. We, we set up Nano Things, which, was a, which is a Nano Merch shop. Um, you know, we got the Nano payment processes in there and started selling some nano merch that was fun and quickly moved on to the nano center which um i think a lot of people are aware of but still um a lot of people are surprised to know that it exists and it's basically a, a community collective it was a, a community ran and, and um operated group where we just connected people that were working on projects and it 
grew into um, something where people submitted proposals for like community funding for certain cool little things like um, whether it be creating a piece of software or some sort of awareness campaign, video creation, sponsorship of um, eSport teams, things like that. And um, then I just kind of gravitated towards um, helping the Nano Foundation create some of their communication stuff and connecting people. And, you know, I think we're coming up now on one year ago, I started to work for the Nano Foundation on um, social media, writing some tweets and helping with um, various little things. And uh, and as the the Nano Foundation has grown and as the space has kind of matured over the last 12 months, my role has gradually increased. And I find myself as a communications manager of Nano with my, um, I've got a, a colleague under me, Brian, who helps on comms and we've got a designer in. So that's where I am. That's where we are today. It's, it's a very interesting um, job. It's, it's a privileged job as well to work with such smart people. It's, it's, it's really great, you know. I think, a, I think that's a fantastic story, man. I, you know, being a part of a community that you believe in, having an ethos that is similar to your own, and wanting to really contribute to a success is a very noble thing. Um, I like Nano. Um, I didn't know about your story. Uh, I had be- I begun following you and someone suggested um, that I talk to you. And so I was looking you up and you are a really interesting guy, man, a very interesting guy. And the way that you got into the crypto space, a lot of people don't realize you don't necessarily have to be a developer or a coder to contribute. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, I think the um, the crypto space is awash with the talented coders and um, programmers, computer scientists. And it's probably quite heavily, like heavily favored towards that that type of person those specific skills so you know talking to people connecting people crafting messages um that sort of thing is is something which needs to be improved i mean there's a lot of um sort kind of cheap attempts at, at good communications a lot of basic stuff but um it's definitely something that can be improved and the fact that the the space is so dynamic and changing so quickly it's hard to find a specific set of experience or skills that are tailored to um, to the precise role because it's changing so quickly. So it allows people like me and hundreds of other people to um, to develop skills with crypto, develop the skills on the fly, and um, it's really great. You know, every, every day is different. Something else comes up. That and, sounds um, great, man. I, you know, I got into this space initially as a minor um, and for about a year and a half, I was trying to find an entry uh, with a crypto company. And I just decided that instead of trying to learn how to code, that I would use skills that I already had to contribute. And uh, that's pretty much where I am today. Um, shout out to InvestFeed. I was working with that project for a while and I'm still affiliate, affiliated with them. 
Um, and I'm going to find a way to work with the nano project because <laughs> I believe in the nano project. And if, and even if working with them is me, uh, plugging you guys every show, you can count on me doing that, but uh, I'm going to find a way to contribute as well. You, you should, um, definitely make your way over to, uh, to the discord and check out the nano center. There's, copious opportunities for you to get involved in on all levels really it's a good good thing about nano anyone that's got an idea or some enthusiasm we work very hard to create opportunities for people to contribute whether it be small medium or large there's something for everyone that's fantastic hey andy look do me a favor i'm going to take a quick break so we can get a word in from our sponsors yeah. And then when we come back, I'm going to open the floor to you to talk about anything that you want to talk about. Okay. Okay. All right, man. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's your boy Noir. Have you ever heard of Noir? Nah, not me. I mean Noir Coin. Noir is a decentralized digital currency created to ensure your transactions are secure, private, and untraceable. They use this fantastic protocol called Sigma, which provides you complete anonymity over your funds. It has a 2.5 minute block time. What I thought was really cool is that it's a community governed currency. So all of the decisions are made by the community. So check it out. It also has no max supply. So anyone can mine Noir and use it every day as a daily payment method. You want more information? Make sure you follow them on Twitter at NoirCoin. That's at NoirCoin. And make sure you check them out at NoirOfficial.org. That's NoirOfficial.org. Hey folks, it's your boy Invest Noir. Thank you so much for listening to Cigars and Crypto. We would really appreciate if you would sponsor our show. If you're listening to this on Anchor FM, there's a sponsor button there. Anything that you can donate to us would be greatly appreciated. And in the show notes, we have some cryptocurrency addresses. Feel free to drop a few Satoshi or some Litecoin on us. We'd appreciate it. One love, y'all. Hey, folks, welcome back. It's your boy, Noir, and I'm with my man, Andy Johnson, on Twitter as Mr. Block Lettuce himself, at Block Lettuce. Hey, Andy, question for you, man. I use an app on my phone that gives me cryptocurrency prices throughout the day and alerts. And apparently you guys are very active because every time you all get mentioned or every time there's a piece of news that comes out, it tells me about it. I know that you guys have uh, two major software releases that you just dropped. You want to talk about those releases? Yeah. So we've had... In 2019, we've had two significant software releases. The first one was in early February, and it was called Dolphin, the Dolphin release, which was um, version 18 of the Nanonode software. And that that was a really quite a, a good release because it, it brought our transaction times down quite significantly. We gained a lot of attention for, like, I think we were down to like one one to two seconds per transaction. Um, previously, we were around five five to ten seconds on average. A lot of people were very excited about that, and it was um, it was nice to for to get back to Nano's roots throughout the development process. There's been um, you know changes to the protocol. Things get prioritized over other things, and transaction times kind of got 
fell away a little bit from what they were early on. So the Dolphin release really brought it down, like, so far. Um, And then we went on to release in July. We released our Solidus release, which was version 19, and that was by far the biggest um, software release that we've had so far. We included so many major... um, protocol milestones in in that release it took i think it took about six months in development there was a lot of testing on the beta network we have a we have a very active and involved um community beta testers so the guys help um the core developers to test various aspects of the the release prior to um pushing it to the mainnet and the guys worked for so long so hard on that one we finally pushed that out, and that I think that brought transaction times down even further, something like half a second on average. Um, obviously, that got us a lot of attention. People were <laughs> even more impressed. To go from Dolphin, um, transaction times of around about one to two seconds, which is really fast enough for for any any kind of use case that we're talking about. To to come down even further was it's quite. Uh, quite good news and that included some other um significant things like uh confirmation height was was another big update that provided um made the software a lot more easy to integrate for certain services you know uh it's quite complicated situation and it's we've got some articles on on um confirmation height but it, essentially, it it helps to cement the blocks in to the node on 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 the implementation side, so the services can be much more confident in the um the permanency of the the transactions as they come through. We also have um, dynamic proof of work, which is kind of complicated, but the nano transactions are signed by a small piece of proof of work to ensure that it's um. A legitimate transaction helps stop the network being flooded by smaller transactions that might not be um, genuine transactions. So right, we right. Have, we have like a bit of proof of work that, that's attached to each transaction. Well, we introduced um, dynamic proof of work, which makes the amount of proof of work necessary. It makes it it change to um, it, it helps prioritize transactions based on the amount of proof of work that's done. So if there's a lot of transactions on the network um, on low proof of work, you can ensure that you can get a super fast transaction through by doing a slightly harder piece of proof of work. And that's all automated on the node side. So it's definitely helped um, improve nano scalability in terms of transactions per second and still maintaining the, the speed, which is synonymous with, with the nano network. I think the idea of dynamic proof of work for nano is an awesome thing. It is an anti-spam feature to prevent the network from being spammed, as you stated, um, from smaller transactions. And the ability to get a transaction in a sub-second time, if that doesn't sound like a direct competitor to Visa or MasterCard or American Express or Discover. I don't know what is, man. And I think it's really great um, that you guys are doing this. Now, in the break, we were talking and you said that you guys had a meetup in London. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we, um, we've we had smaller meetups in the past, but 
um, in earlier this year, it, it was in June, in mid-June, we we went to this cool venue in London called Behind the Bike Shed. It was like an old, um, well, it's like a bike shed. It's a place where people park their motorbikes in London and, you know, spaces at a premium in London. So it was down this this cool little alley and it opened out into a, a like an, a, an old railway tunnel. We had a fantastic meet up there. We invited around about 100 um, community members and other kind of industry industry people, some guest speakers too. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was over two days. The first day we had, um, I think, six or seven different presentations on the stage. We had people like Wirex came and done a talk. I don't know if you know about Wirex. They're a, they're a Fiat on and off ramp. Um in Europe, not they're not in the US yet. They they revealed plans to to come to the US in. Yeah, I've seen some of their ads on uh, Twitter. Yeah, so so they're pretty good. A lot of people have had a lot of um, positive experiences using those to to purchase Nano and, and other cryptos. So they came done done some talk, and we also had um, some presentations on things like regulation in the UK. It's it's not it's not the most compelling um subject matter to a lot of people but it's very important to cryptocurrency moving forward so we spent some time talking about where nano fits in in a regulatory in into the regulatory environment um we also had we had a company called capture come along and they're uh a, a electronic point of sale device company in the uk they basically sell terminals or rent terminals out to companies which operate huge events so we have things like um horse racing in the uk is pretty popular and um football rugby things like that they they offer point of sale devices to these to these large events and they've um recently announced that they're going to implement nano into their into their devices they've been very active very positive talked a lot on twitter they um they came and they talked they they demonstrated on stage some nano transactions talked about why nano was the crypto that they thought would best fulfill the use case of point of sale devices which is really cool um and there was there was many of many other things at the meetup so it was a fantastic day. The second day we had a workshop, so we had some <laughs> some cool devices and use case applications of Nano. There was people um, people there building little Nano triggers. So we have a super active community member called Jay Cox, and he's very very um, busy in the Nano Center. He creates all of these wonderful devices um, built around Nano and. Um, at the at the core of a lot of these devices, a simple switch. You can send a transaction to a certain ad- address. The address will trigger uh, an action. So we had things there like a, a penny exchange where you could put in just small change, cash, and it would it would count it up and pay out in Nano on a, a QR. We also had a, a Nano Space Invaders game. Nano's obviously because Nano's fast and and fearless. You can you can get it into um, things like computer games so easy. So 
there was Space Invaders, you pay to play, you get paid out on top scores. We had Nano Quake. They built a game where, well, they've they've took an old Quake. It's like 20 years old now, this old um, open source software. And they've got it so that you've got to pay Nano to participate and you get payouts for every kill um, <laughs> in the game. And, and they're like live transactions too. That's the amazing thing. Like it's live transactions in a video game on a decentralized network. Right. Um, it's, it's pretty compelling. And there's, there's other cryptos, which the entire use case is built around um, video games. And the fact that Nano is so, so, so malleable, so light and um, easy to, easy to kind of implement into these things. We can just, throw it into a computer game with a few weeks um few weeks work and uh, they're, we're building plugins there's community members building plugins for unity unreal engine things like that so yeah we showcased a lot of that cool stuff at the workshop too we got we got videos on our youtube channel as well of all of the presentations including the slides um and some wrap-up videos some highlight videos so there's plenty on there if people want to go and check out some of the stuff that sounds awesome. Now, look, let me ask you a quick question. Where do you see cryptocurrencies and distributed ledger technology in the next three to five years? Uh, that's a million dollar question, really, isn't it? Um, we'd, I think we all have a lot of hopes of where we'd like to see um, crypto be in the next three, three to five years. Um, personally, I think... The indicators I'm looking out for for for, for more mass adoption will be uh, governments and businesses changing their attitudes a little bit. I think it, there's a lot of room for education. So I think um, as as we start to see some more of these guidelines come out, instructing um, businesses on on cryptocurrency and as, as the legislators become more educated, I think it's going to create an opportunity for crypto to become much more widely adopted. Um, so, I mean, within five years, I would, would like to see significant steps forward in terms of people using this technology to make their lives better, to make things more efficient so yeah within within five years i think the right things are starting to happen the things in the news well particularly in the last six months or so seem to be moving towards um greater understanding um more acceptance so yeah i mean within five years i'd love to see uh i'd love to see nano taking a huge chunk out of um global transactions really i think the potential is there for it to happen really excited to see i'd have to agree with you my friend andy before i let you go let me know and let my listeners know where they can find all of the information give us your youtube give us your url give us your twitter give us everything so i mean the, the best place to get information is is the nano twitter at nano we make sure everything runs through through Twitter. You can also get it on Facebook and LinkedIn if you have a little look. Um, and we also put so much stuff on our medium, which is medium.com slash nanocurrency. Um, you can find like write-ups of all of the significance um, software developments that we've made, all the features that we've added. We've got 
uh, rundowns of all of the the um, use cases that we've got in place at the moment. Pretty much you can find all answers on our Medium. And we've also got our YouTube, which has got um, a nice selection of videos and all of the videos from our recent meetup is hours and hours of content on there for people to, to pour through if they've got the time and the inclination. Andy, thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate your time. This was truly a joy, my friend. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to having you back on.